how do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. It's great staying friends with people through the years. And no one's seen the show grow as much as comedian Amanda Cohen. Amanda came into our lives through a Craigslist ad looking for people with big personalities to participate in a Pee Wee's Playhouse-style musical variety show. Soon after meeting, we launched this podcast, and Amanda's been with us through the highs and lows of our 18 years in podcasting. She's a rising star in L.A.'s comedy scene, and she's currently touring the Midwest. Today, comedian Amanda Cohen joins us to kick off our fall season to talk about the early years of podcasting and to look at the future of filmmaking and artificial intelligence. Will computers auto-generate infinite reboots of our favorite shows with our favorite actors, like Carol Channing as the Borg Queen on Star Trek? You know, resistance is futile. Raspberries. Plus, a look at the pressure entertainers are under to get plastic surgery. The Nazi origins of the world's most recognized fashion designers. And Donnie Stapa's cancel culture documentary. I'm Fausto Fernos. I'm Mark Fillion. And this is Feast of Fun. Amanda. Who is it? It's Cohen. No, no. <laughs> Cohen. 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 I can't imagine I, a more beautiful thing. I She's got the juice. She's got the juice. I don't mind if you do it. The juice, <laughs> as in but liquids. You, you gotta say Cohen. No, Co- Cohen. Amanda Cohen. 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 Yes. Formerly known as Amanda Steinstein. Yes. Formerly known as Amanda. Well, still known as Amanda. Still known as Amanda. Yeah, yeah, still that, yeah. Yeah, you like, you're keeping the name, right? You I'm like it? keeping the name. In fact, I had a really bizarre realization about my name the other day is that I don't do backronyms, okay? I hate backronyms. I posted about this. A, a what? A backronym? A backronym is What's when that? you take a word that exists and pretend it stands for some other words. Oh, like drag, dress... As, right, as a girl. dressed real as girl or something yeah. like that. Like that's a that's a backronym, and I hate uh, them. Dress is dr right. as uh, a girl, and people attribute it to Shakespeare, and it's a lie. That is a lie. Well, that's never the, took place. That's the reason RuPaul is lying to you. This is Again. the reason I I really <laughs> yeah. uh, don't like backronyms. Is they're all lies. Yeah. Okay, they're they're ninety eight thousand ninety eight percent of them are lies, and I hate mm-hmm. I hate. Generally, I don't like when people make stuff up to be entertaining because people always yeah. believe it. Sure. Like, you know, the fact that birds aren't real. Yeah. 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 So you hate backronyms. Wait, I also hate TLAs. What are TLAs? Three-letter acronyms. Oh, but those are legit. Yes. And, and people in technology all love to be like... Let it, you don't know what the TLA is. You know, you know, yeah, I, like, I don't want to use the terminology because that kind of outs me of where I work. And I don't want people knowing where I work. <laughs> fair. No, but, that's fair. That's but, fair. you know, you, they, they, a lot of young people, they use that, uh, that terminology and it drives me nuts. You know? Yeah. Well, in any case, so those are at least legit. They're not like completely made up. 
Backronyms are completely yes. made up and I had them, but I yeah. realized that my name is two acronyms that contradict each other. Which is? AMA, yes. Ask, Ask Me, me anything. anything, and NDA, Non-Disclosure Agreement. Oh, so it's like you'll talk and then you'll not talk. This means like you can ask me, but I'm not going to answer. Well, I hope you don't do that on this podcast. I answer everything. <laughs> Amanda Cohen. She's got you're the having, juice. You're having She's a hard got... time saying Cohen, aren't you? Cohen. How do you pronounce Kibasa's your last name? obsessed because that little boy Cohen. with the Corin song. Yeah, yeah. people don't get the reference. All, like my circle of friends here in Chicago, they're all like obsessed with that song. You know, it, no, the, the world is. The Corin song is Res, adorable. Was it a recess therapy? Oh, is that? a YouTube channel. And it's a young guy who goes around interviewing children. Kids say the darnest things. Yeah. And then the uh, what are Douglas the, brothers, the Douglas brothers, the Smothers brothers. What's I don't know their <laughs> name, but they they they're sort of known for taking you know viral videos yeah. and turning them into music. Yeah, so like, like hide your kids, hide your wife, like auto tune the news kind mm -hmm. of a thing. Yeah, yeah. that's that guys. Oh, those, those are guys. The guys. I yeah. love those guys. Okay. And so they uh, that's their latest hit song, and it's just like it's 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 interesting because they like us have been around since the beginning of the internet. Yeah. Uh, they also uh, were early YouTube creators. Yep. And so they've seen everything evolved, you know, and, and there are times in their careers where they're like, nobody's interested in what they're doing. And then yep. all of a sudden, something boom, That's comes the, out, you the know. The nature of internet fame mm -hmm. is something random goes viral and you don't know what it's going to be. And right now, in this moment, it's the Cone song. Yeah. The Cone song. Well, Amanda, no you came to us through a Craigslist ad. You're never going to let that go, are you? Well, I want to explain <laughs> to the people who are listening. Not the, Craig, yeah. not the hookup ads or the, or the women looking for a gentleman to spend the evening. Nothing with. like that. No, no. no. Not another sex for trade. No. You bring a sofa and we'll have sex. Or On the sofa. <laughs> or so, are there such an ad? Like if you bring I'm sure there's a... Uh, if, if it can exist, then Craigslist has it. Like know. instead of a, like a sex worker, but instead of being uh, like money, it would be like appliances or... I 100% believe there are people having sex in exchange for appliances. Yes. I 100% believe sure. that. Yeah. And so we I'll get that yeah. refrigerator if you fuck me. Yeah. Yeah, or you can fuck me on the refrigerator. Mm. <laughs> or the washer dryer is that probably better. That seems unsafe. No, you know they uh Annie Sprinkle, the post-porn performance artist, she has a bit where she sticks a dildo on her broken washing machine and she gets literally fucked by the washing machine and she likes it. And it was like pleasurable for her. Boy, she was a next level sponsored by Westinghouse. <laughs> <laughs> but Amanda is somebody uh, yes. you have come with Mark and I on this journey with all the baggage from theater to <laughs> to the the beginning of the internet, the beginning of podcasts. You were part of our live musical variety show. Okay. And when we met, you were so charming and fabulous that we had to write a character for you. Yes. And that character was Amanda Steinstein. Or yeah. No, it's Steinstein. Steinstein. It was Steinstein. Not Steinstein. Not Steinstein. Not Steinstein. Not Steinstein. It was Amanda Steinstein. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, yes. And the, and the voice. And, and the, the voice. The voice was, was me doing about halfway to Fran Drescher. It was like Wish.com Fran Drescher. <laughs> you know... That's funny. I do a joke about that now. I, well, I mean, yeah. most of my comic life since yeah. 2015, one of my jokes has been that I'm not a lesbian and, I, and I'm as disappointed as you are because <laughs> I look like this. And, and for those of you in radio land, I've got like, you know, short hair and yeah. I tend to wear comfortable clothes. Uh, and, and, and 
in normally no makeup, but I wear it for stage. So one of my jokes is I have, you, and this is the thing, you have to address the audience's assumptions as soon as you yeah. get on stage. Otherwise, they're going to be wondering, why does she look like that? Why does he sound like that? So one of the first things I say in some shows is, <laughs> I am not a lesbian. And, and the I, audience laughs. And they always, oh, they go nuts. <laughs> and uh, then I go, that homophobic but then, audience. But then I, no, I make it really clear that it's not. It's like, I am as disappointed as you are. I don't know what went wrong. Uh, <laughs> and I've added a couple lines to that, which is like, uh, something happened between manufacturing and distribution. <laughs> and then, unlike if you ordered a lesbian off a of wish.com, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, looks, looks right. Doesn't do what you want it to do. Well, you're just saving yourself for Steve Carell. What? Where did you get that? You told me a long time ago, and maybe, you know, you've had... I think you're on crack. Steve Carell, the comedian uh, that you were saving, he was the ideal man for you. When did I say that? On the podcast. Roll tape. I'm going to need the tape. Seriously, you dig that out. So you don't don't find uh, Steve an ideal partner for you anymore. I never did. did, I never did. Who, like, is the ideal... Like celebrity that you would like to have. Literally nobody. 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 I'm over all of that. I just don't. It's not worth it. You had your heart broken so many times. You're like, humanity is off the list. Before I moved to LA, I'm I'm just, I gave up. And you know what? I don't have that kind of time. I don't, you know. Well, you're in entertainment. You're in in, in the heart of Hollywood. And and you're surrounded by all these people who are getting a lot of work done on their faces. And Mark and I, this weekend saw a friend of ours showcase yeah. um, where there was a lot of like, remember him? He used to be oh, famous no. 20 years ago. And now he's a pundit and a comedian. Yeah. And he, this person comes out on stage and I'm just like, Mark, what happened to his face? And I'm first of all, for the record, I'm somebody who wants to support everybody to look as roided up plastic surgery, filler plumped, I want you to look like, if you look like a fish with boobs, silicone boobs, and that's hot for you, go for it. Yeah. But even I, it was like pushing me. And I was just like, what happened to their face? Well, the reason you think you don't like plastic surgery. Yeah. Is that you don't like the one, that you don't like the plastic surgery results that you notice. Mm. All the ones that you don't notice, those are the successful ones. And I'm no stranger to any of this stuff. Yes, that's what I'm saying. But what, and a people lot of look th- at me and they, they they don't think I've had work done, and they don't think that I've uh, do anything to myself. Well, you uh, really don't. Do. You've had Botox you a few times. In the, yes, that counts. That's not even per. That's I not got a coupon. permanent. If you had Botox over a year ago, it doesn't even matter. Anymore. Yeah, it doesn't. It's that's temporary. Well, isn't a Botox like setting the clock back just a tiny bit? No. Yeah, for you like know? a week. Yeah, I've had surgery, months. you know, on skin, on, on skin. That's different. That's not the same. No, the people <laughs> from see, a plastic surgeon, though, to, accounts, to yeah. be in TV yeah. uh, or, you know, movies or anything where you're being shown on a screen. It's like, have you ever seen some movie stars in person and they're horrific? Like yeah. they're just wrong. No, it's name names. Uh, I can't, but okay. Tom you, Hanks. you know who, okay. Uh, I say this as a fan, Mandy Patinkin. Okay. Looked fabulous on screen. If you see him in person, his head is huge and outsized and bizarre. Uh, he, you know, and because the look in LA is lollipop on a stick, you know, like they want a big, <laughs> they want they want a big head and no body so they can dress you in anything, you mm-hmm. know? And this person so, that we saw yeah. was, had, he looked like he Steve, was jacked though. It's like Steven oh, yeah. Seagal and Carrot Top had a baby. Yes. And I was just very like, attractive. <laughs> and well, I was like going, well, 
I'm not even thinking about the whole body situation. Yeah. The face thing, your face has to have very, very specific angles um, or the existing yeah. angles accentuated to look right on camera. So everybody who goes on camera has work done at some point. Um, that's just what it is to Well, and to it's like, you know, now as, as you get older, it's, it's, it's filler, it's Botox, that kind of stuff. So you don't necessarily, you're not necessarily getting like a scalpel. Yeah. To your skin. And with men, it's kind of lucky too because you can get rid of a lot of wrinkles or lift up your face a little bit by just having your chin enhanced with some fillers and, and implants and those kinds of things. Yeah, yeah whatever. I th- Amanda, have you never considered been... this? I mean, because you are the Feast of Fun fashion expert since you Am were I? on What Not oh, to Wear. Al- allow me to. Um, to Rest um, in peace. Just oh, just oh my God. Yes, honey. There oh my is. God. I think we're taking what? pictures of this. What? what? Did I Damn. just did I just dig this up just Damn. for you? Look at me, girl. Oh my god. So Amanda's wearing <laughs> one of the first original Feast of Fools shirts. Nice. Yep, old school. We're, t- we're all taking selfies. Just to prove to you that I, I, don't that even have, I don't even have that shirt anymore. I know. This is an old, this is did a Did you just pull that out of your storage closet here in Chicago? You did, didn't you? I did, just for you. <laughs> I, well, I knew well, it so was organized. there. I knew it was there, yeah. I actually had to go through my storage and get rid of it. I like your big reveal. That was, I've been saying, you did, never once did, I've been sitting in your house for an hour and you never once said, hey, take off your jacket and hang out. I didn't realize it was your jacket. I thought it was a sweater. So and then you were wearing I thought because you were from California and it's like 59 well, degrees. Here, I, I am freezing. wearing this. This is my winter jacket. <laughs> You're so cute. Yeah. Oh, wait. So, Feast but, of so dot net. Yeah, Feast of Fools dot net. We were yeah. like, what's the name of this show? Yeah. Like, this is the problem. Like, Mark and I started another podcast yeah. that's doing really well called Let's Grow Big Together. Yep. And it's interviews with bodybuilders. Yep. And some of these bodybuilders have uh, collagen, Botox, oh, stuff yeah. like there's, that on their face, you know? Once you start going strictly physical, then there's no amount of craziness that people won't do. Well, and some of these guys, and I'm thinking about this specific entertainer, uh, Steven Seagal and Carrot Top's baby. Yeah. That he who, may, who, whom I know personally, but will not name. We want yes. you know to be out of respect and yeah. kindness, you know, and compassion. Yeah, respect. Because I thought call it that. this person was actually one of the strongest entertainers of the show. Yeah. And at, at the end of the show, we're in the VIP area. Yep. And I'm, I'm like, Mark, let's get out of here. I'm just dying, you know. Yeah. And and he looks at me and he grabs me. Mm-hmm. Like he wants to like talk. Grabs you by the what? My hand. Like oh, by just, the hand. I thought he was like grabbed you by the. Because I'm like waving, yeah. like like we're leaving, and I'm just like, hey, uh, you know, he uh, makes eye contact and yeah. kind of gets in my way as I'm trying to leave, and he grabs my hand like this. Yeah. And so I'm just like going. He knew who you were. Shaking his hand. He had to know who you were. And I went. You were really great. You were my favorite in the show. You know, take care. Bye. <laughs> and he's like, take me with you. I'll bet he knows you from the, uh, from, uh, let's get, let's grow big together. I'll bet maybe. he probably. Oh, maybe. He's a, he's, he's a, jacked. He is jacked. He does a lot of work. And I think that maybe this is like, so for heterosexual guys, they want to hook up with a, a, a woman who has silicone enhancement Ugh, no, and has a, a, a thick booty. They want to look squats. at that. They want to look at that, but they don't want to touch that. They want to touch it. Yeah. Men want to touch it. And so it. I'm well, thinking wrong. like, listen, they're I don't want to get in anybody's way if this is going to get you the sex that you want you know well that's the thing there's doing it for sex and then there's doing it for your career those are very different things but in this day and age it's like we're all on zoom and we're all on like podcasts they don't even see us you know they see you they see you but you post all the pictures all the time yeah Mm -hmm. especially of mark's ass and pass it off as my own (laughs) it's true well god damn it now i'm disillusioned (laughs) 
Mark was like taking a leak in the bathroom without, you know, he was naked. You took a photo without consent? Yes, of my husband. How? I, nope, I'm not allowing that. It's not cool. <laughs> You're aware of spells. Well, I told right? him, I said, let me, let me take this photo. It's like, yeah. you know, and, and he's like, uh, and it's a gorgeous photo. Of his I'm ass. sure it's fabulous. Yes. Yeah. So for people who uh, <laughs> give a donation to Feast of Fun, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll send them a photo of Mark's ass. Of my butt? Yeah, but privately. Well, okay. wait, it, yeah. can you tell? Like, is he turning his face towards the camera? Could be any butt. It could be I my own ass. Sink. It could be any butt. How do, you, how do your yeah. people know? They'll recognize the bathroom. Because <laughs> the bathroom is all our videos, have, yeah. You could have brought anybody into your bathroom. How does anybody know? Well, I, I brought Steven Seagal's uh, illegitimate son into the bathroom. You did not. No. <laughs> gonna say that that's a whole nother that's story because story i know he's straight because i know people he's um, but he was famous for playing a gay that's character on that, television to remember, the point that people thought he was gay remember when it yeah. was allowed for straight people to play gay people remember <laughs> well, not when, only allowed almost mandatory almost mandatory because yeah. you couldn't have yeah. a gay person play a gay person oh, god forbid that no it's you can't yeah. that's what people complain about that like oh that's wokeness like no that's a correction that's how it should be what's his name jack from um uh will and grace he was we heard that he was contractually uh obligated not to come out of the closet while that show was on tv and even into the syndication of Will. wait and a grace. minute wait a minute yes the one who played the gay one yeah sean hayes sean, sean hayes, hayes yeah. was not allowed to come out. he wasn't out when he no, did he was that not out. he could not come out he was contractually was, obligated. He would have I mean, been of course, he was out to his out. friends and well, stuff yeah, like yeah. that, and family and the people, whoever he was. I did not realize that. Yes. I always thought, oh, he's this great out gay actor. He was not no, out at the time. He was oh, not God out. bless. So you know, a lot of things have changed over the past. We've known each other now for probably twenty-five years or so. Uh, well, well, at least, at least twenty. At least twenty. At least yeah, twenty. Yeah. Twenty-five. Well, I mean, I left. I went to L.A. five years ago, and I. Was in Chicago for like 20 So we've been doing years. this podcast well, met, for 18 years. When did you move years. into this apartment and into this condo? That's 2003. When, that's when you met her. 2003. So it's almost 20 years. Oh, my yeah. God. We're yeah. old. I'm not old. Well, we that- were in high school. So what are you going to do? <laughs> I you was know, born in 1981. I'm, I'm Pinocchio. <laughs> I, it's not just my nose that grows. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so Pinocchio's out and uh, everybody's talking about Pinocchio and Disney I'm and not, these I'm reboots. I'm not talking about it at all. I don't, <laughs> I, the extent to which I don't care. How, how dare you not like the Little Mermaid? Now you're racist. No. <laughs> That's not why. Well, do you wait, like the, so do you, up, wait, well, hold <laughs> up. how did we get here? No, no, no. Cause I, I look like Pinocchio and the people say like, you don't age. I'm like, yeah, cause I'm made out of wood. Okay. No. See, yeah. my problem with the little mermaid kid, yeah. is that is that it's an extremely violent story originally about Hans Christian Andersen. From Hans Christian Andersen who wrote it because he was actually uh he his longing was uh, for a, a a man which was impossible so he made it a a mermaid longing to be up in, you know, the earth <laughs> mm-hmm. whatever and that when you know she when she had the legs, it was like walking on knives. That was mm-hmm. a big thing. And the whole thing about trading her voice, no, it was much, much more violent. It's sacrificing than that. Yeah. everything that made you who you were for Dick. For Dick. For Dick. Yeah. I got a huge. As I, as, as, no, we're non strangers to that. I'm sorry. At least for, for just, Mark and I. She, you she's know? about to marry a guy in, who's never heard her say anything, which of course is a guy's dream. But yeah, my wife that, says can't talk. Yeah, the, I mean that That's, the the idea that that was acceptable on any level 
Mark's like, can I find one of those? Yeah, good luck. <laughs> so yeah, Ariel was yeah. already problematic, but now everyone's making her problematic for the wrong reasons. She's not problematic because she's being played by a black actress. She's problematic because she's not the original story. And she, the, the whole idea of becoming mute for Dick is not healthy. Have you ever been to an orgy where somebody wouldn't shut up? It ruins the whole yeah. orgy. They well, just keep talking. That's talking, what ball talking, gags are for. Like, oh my God, just shut up while I'm doing this. I've so, never been to an orgy, oh. so. Well, let me get, I'll send you a, That invitation must have got lost in the mail. <laughs> if you'd like to invite Amanda Cohn. Yeah. She's got the juice. <laughs> she's more, I can't imagine a more beautiful it has, thing. It has to be in the valley, though. I'm not traveling all the way to Hollywood. That's just yeah. too much travel. Uh, I can well, see you go your fans of those parties. Yeah. yeah, no. Thank one you. of those sexy liberals. I did once paint faces and yeah. did body painting at a swingers party. You did? Yeah, it was weird because all the women were dressed super hot, like little miniature schoolgirl mm -hmm. outfits. And the guys were just uh, golf t-shirts, you know, whatever. It's so, so stupid. Amanda, yes. have you ever considered getting plastic surgery? I'm sure you've thought about it. Every woman has thought about yeah. it. Um, Silicone I, implants, changing. Implants? No, I actually considered reduction. Reduction. Yeah. No, Shaping is, your body in, in is, a way that it's not every yeah. day. Um, no, I did that the hard way, which is I freaking went on a diet and walked five miles a day, you know, for a year. How was that experience um, like? That was your pandemic workout? My Well, what happened at the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, you know, they were talking about all the comorbidities. I'm like, well, I don't like the sound of that. I should probably get checked out. And I was, mm -hmm. and they were like, girl, you're pre-diabetic. So <gasps> deal with this. And I did. I'm like, okay, um, that's, you know, a problem. If you get the COVID, it's worse. So I, um, I started the keto and I'm old enough to call it the keto. Uh, also from Chicago, Chicago, Chicagoans like to put the, the on everything. Is that where I got it? Yeah, I just, I, I do that for everything. The jewels. So, so oh, you're right. Uh, well, I the got Cubs. No, that's legit. Is the it? bears? The bears. Yes. Those, those are, those <laughs> the are, bean. Yes. Those are actually the Sears tower. Oh, okay. The L the Willis tower. <laughs> So I get, I went yeah. on the keto and uh, I'm, I was really good about it the first year. And now I'm kind of like mm, a little bit of rice is okay. Yeah. I'm yeah, a firm believer in some carbs. Your soul, I, yeah. your soul uh, is constructed of carbohydrates. I, I, if you cut out carbohydrates, you cease to exist. Uh, I wish that were true because uh, then I'd have an excuse, <laughs> but no. So, but I started and I started walking about five miles a day. That's, um, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. It, it How many is, steps are you getting a day? Uh, I go, well, I know that five miles is roughly 10,000, which is why I started yes. with five miles. Uh, early in the pandemic, every single day I would go out because I had nothing else to do. Uh, so I was walking every day, at least five miles. Um, and then I pulled a muscle. I did a whole thing a year ago, August. So I wasn't walking, you know, I couldn't. And it was torture. It was mm. torture to not be able to uh, walk. Um and then finally I got like medical permission to do a mile a day. And then I slowly oh, built wow. back up. Uh, yesterday I walked eight miles in Bussy Woods. Oh my God. So cool. Bussy everybody's everybody's yeah. giggling at the word Bussy. It's, yes. it's, it's, you know a, what that means, right? It's a forest preserve here. Why? What does it also mean? It's boy, boy pussy. pussy. But also I too, thought that was bussy. Well, Bussy, pussy, bussy, pussy. cone, corn, you know, cone, corn. 
It was dong. a large but in this day and Also, age, too, there is a lot of bussy. Yeah. There is a lot of uh, bussy at the bussy woods too. Uh, there's a lot of man on man. I'm action. sure there is. I find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina, and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy Thursday at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I did not encounter any of that. I was on. I stayed on you the trail. Keep, you got to keep an eye on. For I it. was not looking you for go that. Go to the parking lot and you you look at the cars that have backed <laughs> into the parking spot. Really? Out. That's how you know. And if their door is, I open, did that. You did. I didn't know. That means you're cruising for sex. I was not cruising. I was walking. It's okay. Oh Listen, you're you're God. allowed to have an active sex life. I'm, I'm not at the Bussy Woods. Oh, Listen, shut up. Just don't get I caught. I can hear it now. Okay. I hate it when, when people have something to promote and they put it at the end of the show. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, we're sort of like a, near the halfway point. Tell the people where you're going to be performing. Because you you're doing a, a tour. Yeah. You know what's funny is I yeah. made that whole list so I'd be ready for this moment and I left it over there. And yeah, I'll put it up on my phone. Oh, you have it on your phone? You. Okay, yeah. great. He's got the juice. I, da, I da, da, da. Laugh Factory on the 28th here in Chicago. That's uh, well, what is today? Uh, it's one. It'll happen before okay. yeah. oh, sixth. Yeah, so the 28th, I'm at the Laugh Factory. Uh, the 29th, um, I am at the Enjoy in. Uh, wait, is that accurate? Captain Jackson Beloit? There it is. Okay, so Enjoy. Oh, that's the 27th. 29th, Amanda doesn't have I'm a rating glasses on. I don't. You're right. No, I have more day. Hang on. I'm going to go get my phone. You oh, my God. Talk amongst, Amanda. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay. Oh. Excuse me, Jesse. Sorry. Pinocchio. So it should also be September 30th and October 1st. She'll be headlining at the Laughing Tap in Milwaukee. That's at, and then September 8th, she's back in L.A. at El Cid for Can You Help Us Get Famous? And the answer to that is eh, maybe. Uh, yeah, why not? Yeah, Amanda. October thirteenth. Don't worry about it. Over. It's going to be okay. Mark says is right. Uh, Go see Amanda if she's coming to your town. All her dates are listed at amandacohen.com. There you go. I know I'm going to. And it's not like corn. It's C O H E N. Like Leonard Cohen. Cohen. No relation though, right? No relation that you know of. Nah, that that I know of. But uh, he does look like a lot of my family. Okay. Yeah, I always loved him. Uh, Oh. I know that in uh, in October I'm going to be in New Mexico for three days, and to prepare, I watched all of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. So I'm ready. I'm ready for it. How did you How did you like uh, how they uh, wound up Better Call Saul? 
I well, I watched that first because okay. I'm bass backwards like that, and I loved it. And they were robbed at the Emmys. Yeah, I mean Bob Odenkirk. I don't know what they have against him, but he was that show was genius. It was a lot it was of fun. Brilliant. Yeah. It was so fun, and the way they wove it into the original series. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, like I, I watched all of it, and then I was so sad there was no more. I'm like, I guess I will go to watch Breaking Bad. So you've now. never seen so Breaking Bad before? I huh? had never seen it. Oh. I just never got into it. But once I watched all of Better Call Saul, I kind of got the vibe of it. Yeah. And I was hooked with it, Breaking yeah. Bad on the second episode when the that the body in the tub, right? Was that yeah, what it was? Yes. Like, oh my tub. god, that's oh, just amazing. That was awesome. Well, our dog is named after uh the the character, this Jesse Pinkman. Jesse is named after yeah, Jesse Pinkman. Yeah, because yeah, when we oh. got him, Breaking Bad was uh, winding finished, down, yeah. was finishing, oh. and Jesse looked like a meth addict because he was in the, you know, he was found in the streets of Chicago, so he looked, you know, your dog looks like wear. a meth addict. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic! So I we wanted no uh, the character of Jesse it. to have a happy ending. Yeah, because yeah. you know that it was a tortured soul, and so. Well, what about I never I haven't seen El Camino yet. His mm. the movie. That's that's good too. Is that good yeah. too? And when I okay. rewatched Breaking Bad, Faust and I discovered if you want to rewatch it and kind of get just like the good parts, yeah, you just skip every scene that has the wife in it. Ouch! <laughs> it, I don't know if that's misogynistic, but you feel oh, like yeah, it doesn't really. Thing. I mean, much of it doesn't go anywhere, and it's the same kind of conversation oh, over and over again. Before I forget, uh, Aaron Paul, who plays Jesse Pinkman, knows that our dog's named after his character, really, and uh, actually follows him on Instagram. So really, Wait, yes. Aaron Paul follows your Jesse on yes I- on Instagram. Oh my god, that's so yeah. cool! So like he knows and and you know so they're like friends. So he, here's my Aaron. Not, pa- he won't come on the podcast. No, no. <laughs> but he does appreciate that there's a dog name after his character. So here here's yeah. my here's my connection to Aaron yeah. Paul. Aaron Paul was in a fake movie trailer for a Weird Al movie called Weird. Mm-hmm. It was made about ten years ago and wasn't really a movie. It was just the you know, yeah. it was a joke. It yeah. was a, I remember when this was around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Al used to play it in concert. It was great. And finally, after all these years, they actually made the movie that the fake trailer was really for. Uh, but they couldn't get Aaron Paul. He was booked. So they got uh, some kid named uh, Danny. Danny Radcliffe. Danny Radcliffe is going to, yeah. I somehow going to be playing Weird Al, which is just, you know, wrong. Uh, at the time, I thought that was crazy, but I later found Harry out. Harry Potter. I know who it is. Okay. I'm, no, no. I'm just trying to. The, you're, you're not. You're being serious here. I'm being serious. Yeah. I'm not being serious at all. The actor who played. She Dan- knows who Daniel. I know who is. fucking I know, Daniel Radcliffe is. is. <laughs> Jesus. I know you're being tongue in cheek. But so Daniel f- Radcliffe is playing a young Weird Al Yankovic in a in the sort of Lifetime movie. It's not a Lifetime movie. Not even close. Uh, it's a. It's. I don't even want to spoil anything. All I know is it's coming out no, on November 4th on Roku. Can I say Roku? Because it's yes. on Roku. But there's a slight chance of theatrical distribution before that. Or maybe after that. I don't know. Because it's doing Because not everybody has Roku. I don't even know what a Roku is. It's a box. Yeah, it's a box. It's got the it's like juice. like Apple TV. But it's got the juice, Without yes. the fruit. <laughs> With how, how do you like? Uh, so you still, that's you're, coming out. Yeah. 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 So uh, Al yeah. worked on the movie, right? He wrote the movie. He co-wrote it with uh, the guy who wrote the original fake trailer. Oh wow! Uh, but uh, yeah, most of the people who were in the original fake trailer weren't available for the movie. So most of them were probably dead. I would imagine. No, yeah. it was only like ten years ago. Okay. Most of them are fine. We lost but, a lot of legends. Uh, none of them were scheduled okay. to be in this movie. You're thinking of Bob Saget and um, Louis Anderson, Anderson and, and my close personal friend Gilbert. Oh. 
Gilbert's the one that hurt the most because I, um, I, I actually never interviewed the other two guys. I never met the other two mm-hmm. guys, but I interviewed Gilbert uh, like three or four times over the years. You know, we hung out. We've one time. Oh, he was like a mentor to you. Somewhere. He wasn't a mentor, not even a little. Did no. he do the parrot <laughs> voice for you? No, he doesn't do that. He would dress up as a parrot and you would feel What about that Black no. duck? Was None of that. that. No. <laughs> what did he lost that Aflac job because of he joked about about the tsunami? They, they said Japanese it tsunami. was because of the tsunami. And yeah. in Gilbert's own words, "Help! I'm underwater. My life is over. My family has been washed away." But what's that little Jew in America talking about? Yeah, that wasn't really the reason. What was the reason? They just got cheap or something? Or? Basically, they got cheap. Yeah. And they used it as an excuse to have this big, you know, be the new voice of the Aflac Duck, you know, their contest. big contest and made a big freaking deal about it. Oh, we're not necessarily looking for the same voice. And then they hired some guy from their marketing team who could do a passable impression of Gilbert Gottfried. Oh. It was sick. rotten. It was rotten. And it's fine. He wasn't starving. You know, he had a few other gigs to fall back on here and there. Mm. But yeah, that was a lot less to do with the tsunami jokes than just, you know, money. Always comes, everything comes down to money. But you have a diehard, true love, and that is comedy. Like, I do. You know, because most people would look at this broken system, this corrupt, this mad hellhole and walk away, run screaming. And here you are, you forgive it for all its sins. Which hellhole? Entertainment? Yeah, show business. Life in general. Oh, show business. Okay, because life in general Hollywood, show business, the entertainment industry, corporations that buy and sell this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Eventually, I have a theory that um, someday all movies will be Marvel movies. And you'll, already is you, almost there. Well, that's yeah. just it. You know, it's like, uh, hey, let's uh, let's go to the Marvels. You know, um, do you do you sneak candy into the Marvels? I don't. It's not right. But you know, somehow Marvel popcorn just takes better when you get it at the Marvels. That's what it's going to be. Everything will be Marvel. I don't necessarily disagree with you with that, but I think the future of films is going to be generated by artificial intelligence. Oh, God, I hope not. So when you go to a frozen Uh, yogurt place, they have all the ingredients out there, and half the fun is just making your own ice cream sundae. Yeah. Going to the movies, you'll be like, I want Carol Channing as the Borg queen in a Star Trek reboot. But that won't be going to the movies. That'll be sitting home at your computer. Yes. But- that's what the, the future of filmmaking has been. And she'd be like, resistance is futile, you know? <laughs> oh, yes. And then there's a musical number and, you know. But that's, yeah. a, I mean, that's not I AI. I can't wait for that to that's happen. That's not AI generated. That's user generated. That's where the user makes Well, you makes put the ingredients the and yeah. the computer makes it happen. Like, already you can do that. Yeah, I know. You can it, make art like that. Yeah. It's not art. Misunderstood, my friend, who and John Q. Sanchez, they back and forth get on these AI um, generating things. And so they they try to go one crazier after the other. So they had, uh, you know, Carol Channing on Star Trek Mm -hmm. making love to a Klingon. Okay. Uh, Charo uh, being the the, uh, leading a Ku Klux Klan rally. Okay. Well, and and it just escalates worse and worse and worse. I thought know? it was weird when someone took a poster of a bunch yeah. of us doing a comedy show and suddenly made us all singing some song and 
They have that uh, that tech alone. I think is out of hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what the people are doing with Little Mermaid. Yeah. Uh, right wingers are using it to turn the Black Little Mermaid white again. Oh, that's fabulous. And I'm like, um, well, you do realize that that technology can be turn in the other direction and make yeah. everybody black. The Waltons will be black. But you know, the Brady Bunch will be black. That's the blackity blunch. Not real. It is not. Well, it's not a, nothing is real. It's, you know? Well, well, no. I mean, if I want to make a, you know, a movie about yeah. something, then I'm making the decisions and I'm, you know, writing it, you know, the auteur theory, yeah. you know, a movie, while there is a lot of corporate interference, is essentially art. It is a, per, a human vision. Humans decided what they were going to say and do. If you give any part of that over to AI, then it's not art anymore. It's just generated content. Wasn't well, that like what the Marvel movies are? Is a CGI, you know? It's well, no, half that, of it's CGI. That's, that's using computer-generated animation to or computer-generated images to tell a story that a human decided should be told. Sure. You know, I mean, obviously there are things like, you know, when, when you see the ocean and it's CGI, a human didn't decide every little wave. They came up with algorithms for that because mm -hmm. it's just too hard. Um, same thing like with, with, Oh, what was, uh, so you don't that, think uh, AI generated art. If I put in all the components and I said, I want you to use this and these colors and that, no, that kind of that's thing, not that's not art. art. You that's, know what they're already doing? Know, that's your tools as an artist. What they're doing now is like people who have died. Mm -hmm. They're now, uh, uh, James Earl Jones just signed this. Yes. Darth, Darth Vader now actually will be part robot. No. So what they're doing is they're, they're scanning all his speech yeah. as Darth Vader and creating an AI yeah. engine that can now be like, you know, Luke, I am your father, but first a, you know, yeah. square space. Well, he's, <laughs> he's 91 now, right? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, and this is something that, and you I'm know, from square I'm sure yeah. that like, his, this is going to take care of his estate for a long, long time to come. His voice is being, uh, being immortalized. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely a thing. And, and it's expensive to do that. But imagine that now, like podcasters that have 20 years like us and yeah. you, you know, we're going to be somebody somewhere is going to be like, you know what? I don't want Feast of Fun to ever stop. So when the technology happens and we'll be all long dead, yeah. we'll be cloned. And we're, I mean, to some degree, all Digitally podcasts are a clone of this show. But, <laughs> you know, like in, in overtly, you, there will be there will never be an end to Feast of Fun because somebody somewhere, a machine will just make. And who knows? Maybe this is a artificial and generated no this is show. this is real i'm here how do I'm you know here. that uh the listeners my have sensors, no idea. because my sensors indicate it <laughs> you were not in the, the matrix you didn't take any pills i mean are you, you don't gonna, know are you gonna teach me phenomenology well i mean if you if you have a blue pill and a red pill and you know with morpheus sitting you never in front you of never you. saw the movie um <laughs> uh dark star did you <laughs> No. 1974, I want to say. Yeah. There's Dark a, Star. They have these artificial intelligent robot bombs. Uh oh. And there's a, they, one of the bombs has a malfunction and won't detach from the ship. And one of the captain, one of the, you know, astronauts has to go out and talk to reason with an artificial intelligent bomb. Yeah. And the way he does it is he teaches it phenomenology. It's, How do you know you exist? Because my sensors indicate it. Yeah, but how do you know your sensors are right? My sensors are always right. And he slowly teaches the bomb what it is to exist. And then the bomb says, I must think on this. And then he, he um, deactivates. No, he deactivates. 
Then the next time they try to use him, the bomb has come up with an entire new universe of inside his head. And the bomb says, you are false data. And then says, uh, you know, in the beginning, there was darkness. And then there was me. Let there be light. And everybody dies. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. Spoiler f- alert. Well, it's, I mean, <laughs> it was released in 1974. Well, I that's think okay. Those were yeah. questions that were being asked a lot. You know, Blade Runner and certainly Barbarella. An angel cannot make love. Because an, an angel, angel is love. Is love. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're gonna you're gonna go to toe to toe with me on Barbarella. Try me. <laughs> They're Barbarella psychedella. Yeah, I know it. I'll try me. I saw that when I was and, like you know, twelve. And, and it seems like in this day and age, people just kind of gave up on that. Half of it. You know, people don't really care until Pinocchio <laughs> is back on. <laughs> okay, let me ask you. This. Let's talk about let's, Pinocchio. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. is obsessed with Pinocchio because as a child, show her a picture of you as a child. I, I believe you. He looked like Pinocchio. I looked like His Pinocchio. Dad, My dad called me Pinocchio. Together, I get it. I was yeah. just like, oh. You had strings on you. You know, well, he was very wooden. Yeah. He still it kind was of not walks just very my stiffly. nose that grows. See, this is me as a kid. Yeah, you're Pinocchio, without yeah. question. With Big blue little, eyes, yep. that stupid face, yep. and, you know. And that the feather in that hat is really sells <laughs> The it. bow on my... I told Fausto you yeah. should just go as Pinocchio for Halloween. He's like, yeah. I'm not shaving my, my beard. I'm like, well, my, beard my genitals. Well, more no shaving leaves more time for, for misbehaving. misbehaving. Yay, thank you so much. Where can people <laughs> buy those shirts? I don't know, where? At our store, feastoffun.com slash store. That's you know, nice. that's one of my favorite things about your bodybuilding photos. Uh, yeah, I look like Pinocchio. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, but no the, Jiminy Cricket. One of the things I like best about your bodybuilding photos is that you're not shaved. I am not in favor of shaving. I'm going to have to shave. I'm doing beards a contest. Beards bodies? At the age Any of 50, of Amanda. No, beards. Get rid of the beards. In the but, fall. Yeah. And my tra- my coach is like a bully. He's yeah. like, you're not eating enough. You're you're not doing this right. Nothing positive comes out of this man's mouth. Is it working? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> My ego is def- is destroyed, but excellent. Uh, How lovely! <laughs> but That's so healthy. I, I have to like all these guys. They have to check in at seven in the morning and have be fully shaved and tanned. And I'm like, I can't do that. Yeah, you you could do that. Oh my god, you shaving! Don't want, you don't want to. But uh, it'll be do. like for, for what is it? The forty year old virgin, thirty year old virgin, forty year old, forty year old virgin. Like when they rip off his hair and he's like, yeah, Fuck that you. that made me very sad. I'll shave you <laughs> happily. It'll be like, a, yeah, Dude, just give me an air. Just think of the money you could make on a, a live stream of that. Mm. <laughs> People are wanting me to do an OnlyFans. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, you I don't make know. So much money. You know, women make money on the OnlyFans. I don't know if gay guys or straight guys having sex with I, women do. I'm sure that they do. Yeah. Absolutely. OnlyFans has every, it's, what is it? Rule 37? Or Rule 34, I forget if, which one. Well, what would be the, your if only If it's on fans, the internet, yeah. there's a porn for it. Well, if, if it, it exists, exists, if it exists, it turns somebody a porn on. For it. Yeah, yeah. And so, Amanda, what do you think would be the your only fans? My only fans? Yeah. <laughs> uh, would be me sitting there eating bread. <sighs> oh, that sounds really that's nice, the, actually. That's the most disgusting. That's a mukbang video, basically. Yeah. A what? Mukbang is a Korean uh, internet phenomena, like OnlyFans, yeah. where people pay, usually women, to eat. And they make and a lot of noise and slurping sounds, so it's kind oh, of Oh, ASMR? It, yeah, I that's ASMR. part of it, but it's also ASMR. visual. I hate ASMR yeah. with the power of a thousand suns. But you could be like, oh my God, this 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 hollow loaf is so delicious. Oh my God, you know. You could talk like, uh, who is it? Uh, who talks like that? 
Nobody. Nobody talks like that. It's so delicious. Oh. Oh, my God. Harvey Firestein? Yeah. Do your Harvey Firestein. Do my Harvey Firestein. But eating, like, delicious food. I would pay to see that. Oh, this cupcake is magic. Oh, my God. I just love frosting. (laughs) I miss frosting. (laughs) Frosting. My doctor put me on a diet, and I just can't do it anymore. I can't have cake. I can't have frosting. What is the point of my life? (laughs) Exactly. Oh, shout out to uh, he another listener oh. of our podcast, Harvey Firestein. Harvey Firestein listens. He's listened to a few. Okay. How do you know that? Because he told me on Facebook. Oh, We're friends on Facebook, sweet. and I'm like, Harvey, please come on our podcast. Yeah, why not? And he didn't do it, but he went on another show. We will not talk it wasn't about probably them. a good one. It was not a good one. Well, yeah, but I, you know, but is it based closer to him? Maybe fuck it was you, Harvey Firestein. Hey, hey, hey! That's my <laughs> man you're talking about there. <laughs> Careful. Well, he won't come on our show. Damn so I mean, there's a lot of people who who can't make it to Chicago every other day. You can do it on the phone. phone. Yeah. But you know who, uh, uh, somebody who's uh, coming back is um, who? Francois Scarsborough Clemens. Oh, really? Yeah, he has a Kickstarter for something. Oh, so, that's so He wants money All right, from listen, the public. Listen, if he wants money from the public, I'm happy to give it. Do you know who this is? He's the uh, no. police officer from the Mr. Rogers neighborhood who came From Mr. Day. Rogers neighborhood. There's no the in front of it. The bears, the bean. <laughs> the jewels. I got, the jewels. I got canceled this week again. Again? Again. What'd you do this time? Well, because, you know, I have a lot of young friends, uh, listeners of the show and stuff, and they send me photos of themselves and Mm -hmm. they ask me, like, to chime in, you know? Yeah. And young LGBT people are sort of, like, really in love with capitalism as a form of developing an identity. Ooh. So it's called it's called consumerism. Uh, consumerism, marketing. Right? Like my mother has this too. Marketing. She is a shopaholic. So it's called branding yourself. Right. Everyone has a brand. And so they literally will, you know, dye their hair, mm-hmm. pierce the nose, pierce the lips, pierce the cheek, pierce, pierce the chin, pierce every space on their ear, mm-hmm. put tattoos, eye makeup. You know, a hat and then a hat for the hat and then a fascinator <laughs> for the hat and then the necklace and then a necklace for the necklace. Okay. Piercings. A, co- a piercing and a Coco Chanel. This hat, a friend of mine was doing this, a Coco Chanel logo on their nose. Wait. Piercing. 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 Oh, not a tattoo. And so I quoted back to them. I said, well, you know, like Coco Chanel said, uh, take what you have. And before you walk out the door, before you leave the house, look in the mirror and take, take one, one thing, thing off. off. I knew that it one, is yeah. always better to be underdressed. That. I don't care if she's a Nazi. I still do that. And I, I posted that and everyone's like, what do you care about? What Coco Peru has to say? I mean, Coco Chanel. Coco Peru? <laughs> what? Hello? Also a Nazi. No, yeah. <laughs> Coco Chanel was like collaborated. I guess uh, she was a wretched human being, anti-Semitic, homophobic, Apart, apart, opportunistic, opportunistic, snobbish, and given to the sins of phrase making, like if blonde used perfume. She was addicted to morphine and <gasps> actively collaborated with the Germans during the Nazi occupation of Paris. So we don't like her. Is that what you're saying? And so I, you know, listen, uh, these historical figures are complicated, but she was undoubtedly a Nazi sympathizer or collaborator. Yeah. And then I started Googling this, and it turns out, like, basically all the famous designers. Well, they all designed for the Nazis. The Nazis wanted their uniforms to, to be, you know, really hip. And so they got freaking, dis- I mean. Fascist to, to be fair, and I hate, I, to be fair, 
Uh, they may not have known exactly who they were designing for. Maybe someone just said, hey, we need some military uniforms. I don't think they said, hey, we need uniforms that people will wear while burning Jews. They may not have known that part. Mm. Well, you know, the Hugo Boss yeah. designed all the Nazi uniforms. Yeah. Balenciaga, who, you know, everybody remembers from uh, American uh, Horror Story. Mm. Balenciaga, you know. Well, and some people might recognize it as a fashion brand. Or as a fashion brand. Uh, she de uh, He designed all the costumes for the f Italian fascists. For Mussolini? For Franco. He's, he costumes. I'm sorry, that's uh, Spain. Sorry. He said costumes like they're in yeah. drag. No, those were uniforms, dude. Well, and you look at the fashion industry today, yeah. and a lot of it is, you know, it's sweatshop labor. It's, you know, it's yeah. people working in horrible conditions. So it's also fashion can be fascism. Unwearable couture at these freaking runway shows. Shows. It's like that's not a human. Well, th that's why it's, that's what makes it couture. Is but that that's what it's, it's they art. Look so dumb. I mean, Louis art. Vuitton, Christian Dior, uh -huh. all of them were uh, fascists or Nazis, and I'm just like, I Isaac guess Mizrahi, not him. <laughs> <laughs> well, like Anna Wintour is definitely not. I'm she's. I'm sure she's very elitist, but she's. Sure. You could tell that she did not like Trump or any of that ilk. So, so to me, I'm just kind of like, you know, the foundations of modern fashion come you know, from you can't, fa these fascist designers. You can't so. spell fashion without fascist. <laughs> well, I have another quote from Coco Chanel that yeah. I like. Is, the best things in life are free. The second best are very expensive. <laughs> and that, kids, is why I don't buy any Louis Vuitton or Coco Chanel. Mm. Also because you can't afford it. Yes. Yeah. Too. Well, if I could afford it, I still wouldn't. You might. There's, there's another quote on that subject, uh, yeah. Mark. Um, yeah. They say the best things in life are free. Um, if money can't buy happiness, I guess I'll have to rent it. Wow. That's Weird Who Al. Who said that? Yeah, that Weird sounds Al like Weird Al. Yeah, 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 yeah. My hero, Weird Al said Lease that. it. No, it's rented. I mean, that's why Americans rented are is broke. Is, is, Anything can debt. be rented nowadays. Yeah. yeah. According to Alexis Colby. Oh. <laughs> she gets uh, prone to get seasick on yachts. Only small ones. Fausto and I have been going on a dynasty deep dive. Okay. Because I'm like, I, you really lost me there. It falls yeah, apart completely. after season six. Everything falls apart. Well, this is the thing. Six. It's like, I feel like a lot of TV shows are derivative anyway. So I'm just like going back to the original sources. What was sources. your first clue? The fact that it's all <laughs> reboots and remakes and versions of other things? And so I'm like, well, let's go back to the original sources. And so I started watching, I mean, Dynasty, which is amazing. And you have to basically buy the season through Apple TV or, yeah. you know. Well, that's where they get And I now started watching the Dukes of Hazard, Dude. And I'm like, there were black people on that show. Yeah. And a car with a, literally <laughs> with a, called the General Lee. General with Lee a, with a fascist None of that flag was considered top. problematic at the time. <laughs> it was to some people, but most people didn't really think much what? about it. You thought my, about, oh, they're just rebels. Oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, they were my, Robin my, Hood. But we didn't know? understand the systemic racism. So the first yeah. episode is them saving the orphanage by stealing, by, you know, fighting the system. Yeah. Uh, which is basically corrupt Republicans and the police. Well, they were good, and you know that because they were the good old boys. That's right. Never yeah. And no harm. part of their 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 team that basically it was like Fast and Furious, but you know, a hundred years before it. With dirt, a lot of dirt. A lot of the people dirt in their ranks. team were people of color. Well, there was one black guy. No, there was two two black people okay. in the in the in the team that hijacked the 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 fertilizer truck mm -hmm. that was filled with slot machines, and they gave the slot machines to like civic groups to raise funds for the orphanage. For yeah, the orphanage, still yeah. not legal. <laughs> you can't just <laughs> give out 
casinos are very carefully regulated. You can't just give out slot machines. I'm sorry, but that's unlikely. But the thing about it, too, is like, you know, Am I questioning the, the stars Duke of Hazard for realism? You are. <laughs> you just sue me now. <laughs> the stars of the show are like softcore porn. So you have Catherine Bach. Daisy Dukes literally has a fashion choice named after named her. after her character. Daisy Dukes. Uh, you have um, John Schneider, who Yeesh. unfortunately became a Trumper. Did he? I think yeah. like a right winger, you know. Yeah. But no. man, he was gorgeous. Yeah, I don't know if he's a Trumper, but I think he might be. Yeah. And then of course uh, you have uh, Tom Wopat. Yeah. How's he? How did he turn out? He's you know. A nice guy, I okay, guess. Good, good. You know, and and they like they had a, a a reboot of Dukes of Hazard that no one saw, where they go to New Jersey. Wow, that's literally. <laughs> and they team the up opposite. with a Mexican car gang to save like the the community center or something like that. <laughs> and so they're like, like it's "You good old boys are all right, man." What's this? Wow, let's get let's get these you, man. You racist boys are okay. Yeah, you're not so racist. <laughs> Oh, I should be, I should be canceled just for doing that. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually yeah. going to be in a documentary about cancel culture. You are? Yeah, really? a friend of mine. Who did you cancel? I or did, you were no, canceled? No, no, no. I, no, not like that. Uh, my yeah. friend Donnie Stapa directed a, a documentary about yeah. cancel culture. And um, it's, you know, it's interviewing a bunch of comedians about, you know, what is cancel culture? What does it mean? Yeah. And uh, I am right there in the movie for eternity saying that. Nobody really gets canceled. Your audience just changes. Well, you, from, you, you, from people to nobody. No, from people to different people. Like, like Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is still freaking selling out clubs because, you know, because people will still book him because he sells out clubs. And a lot of the people who go to see him love that he exposed himself to women. Loved the fact that he dominated some other people in his industry. They think that's just swell. So he wasn't, you know, people, oh, he was canceled. No, he just does different shows now. Mm. Does um, Tig Notaro still go to see his shows? Why would Tig Notaro go? Oh, <laughs> Tig Notaro, no, Tig did not go see his shows. I actually knew a woman uh, who he was on the phone with jerking yeah. off. And uh. it was a professional call. She worked, she worked for a place where she had to call him for some business reasons. And at one point she goes, are, are, are you masturbating? And he went, yeah, is that a problem? And just kept doing it during the call. How can you tell that he's masturbating? Well, you can hear like. I was like, are you eating? (laughs) I just assume they're always eating. That's so weird. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that even that alone is bad enough. And since we know it was worse than that, why is anybody hiring him? Well, they still do. But is it worse to be masturbating when you're on a call or to be eating when you're on a call? Uh, uh, masturbating. Masturbating. Because like Lady Bunny and Jackie B, I'm surprised they still haven't been canceled because they're always eating when I'm talking to them. I have no problem with people. I mean, it's not professional, <laughs> but it's yeah. not an invasion of privacy. It's yeah. Just, and, and, and there's a there's a guy who's huge in L.A., yeah. uh, Chris Delia, uh, straight up confirmed creep, like creeps on younger mm. women. And, and you know, it's so, so fun. If you Google comedian pedophile You'll get a list of names. Oh shit! Like a ton, and you know, I'm obviously when I say pedophile, I mean you know teenage girls. Uh, there's so many, and not a single one of them is canceled. Maybe they play different rooms for different crowds, but they're absolutely not canceled. Now, 
Ask Kevin Spacey, he got truly canceled. He lost everything. Yeah. Well, the difference there is because he's gay, so it's easier the to cancel The difference somebody. is he's gay, and nobody can handle that. Uh, so this is like a phenomena of, of canceling an artist because of their harmful behavior. Is, is that something that like it's easier to uh, to accomplish when that person is a marginalized person themselves? Yeah, that's the only time, you know, so like because I always say is like, why haven't we been able to cancel Donald Trump yet? You know, why is Will Smith can, can still working? He smacked the dude on stage in front of millions, billions of people. And he's allowed to keep working? I'm sorry, but no, you hit somebody, you have crossed the last line. So, yeah, it's not just sex stuff, but I just mean, I, I don't, I, I, whatever happened to consequences? We don't have those anymore. You well, know? you feel like we had them in the past? Well, I think we might have. some people still pay consequences. Okay. Other, the rich and powerful don't. When, when um, Al Franken had a, inappropriate photo leak a completely staged with consent inappropriate photo he left congress he said oh, i know how that looks you're right i'm not well, he gonna. was pressured to leave congress so he left yeah. congress yeah. but a lot of people have been pressured and not left so it right. wasn't the pressure it was him making what he saw to be a correct choice meanwhile people are literally saying you know i'm not even going to repeat some of the stuff trump has said and people worship at his grubby feet so, yeah, cancel culture isn't real. People just decide what they're going to pay to see or support. And if it's not what other people consider mainstream, then, oh, he's canceled. He's not canceled. Well, I like he's still making a living. I like the idea that you have is that it's not necessarily that you lose your audience as the audience changes. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. And if you're, you know, if you're trying to have an audience of compassionate human beings, decent people, then, then yeah. and you do something that's harmful yeah. or, or sinister, yeah. then those people are not going to want to be around you. Now, there are a whole bunch of uh, mm -hmm. self-branded right-wing comedians, uh, and they make a great deal of money playing venues and selling out because all of these extreme right-wing people believe that all other comics are, I hate them, are talking against them. Now, the fact is they may not support the same things, but very little comedy is actually that political. Mm. You know, I, I, I've played definitely right wing audiences. Absolutely. And I just, you know, I just know that I know where I am and I know what I'm going to say. But so you have like you have your car keys in the car. Yeah, exactly. Ready to go. <laughs> no. But but there are comedians who play these venues and are promoted as right wing alt right comedians and they sell out because all of these alt right wing uh, people think that's the only thing that's entertaining. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. that, that is the level of divide. Um, and I, it has been suggested to me, it's like, you know, you know, right wing talking points, you could theoretically go out there as a white lady, white pride comedian. I could theoretically do that. Um, the Jewish thing but I would screw you up though. I'm not well, Jewish. She could, yeah, she could I'm be like, Jewish. she's a self-loathing, she's not a self-loathing Jew, she's anti-Semitic. Oh my God. There's a guy in They're Las Vegas. Solved. There's a guy in Las Vegas <laughs> who positions himself as yeah. extreme right-wing comedian. He's gay and he is, uh, let's just say POC. And uh, basically- of color. Yes. And is extremely self-hating, is an extremely critical of- um, 
of, you know, libtards and so on is his words, not mine. Yeah. Uh, and nobody understands how he continue, how he can live with himself because he's like claims to be against everything he is. It's very weird. Well, there's just no shortage of bad, rotten people anywhere. And yet, but we need to like sell, you know, this is the thing like when I went to see that showcase of, of, you know, yeah. progressive, progressive talk radio comedians, comedians yes. and stuff. They were kind of like hot and progressive, you might say. Yeah. And, and it was just like, it was, it just felt like they were just bashing Trump and not celebrating things, you know? Well, that's the thing. I mean, I don't like political comedy in general because it's always condescending. Yeah, it was to one, to one very side, smug. Yeah, to mm. one side or the other. Yeah. So, but aren't we doing the same thing like by bashing? You know, there's things that we like to talk about. There's things that we find exciting and interesting. And to me, it's like when I see a co comedian doing a bit that is about something that they find funny as opposed to tragic or pathetic or angering. Well, it, well here's the thing. You know, it may come out funny, but all comedy is based in tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. All comedy is based in something horrible happened to me. And then I thought about it and it was funny. Mm. You know, almost everything I talk about is something that at the time really sucked. But then, you know, tragedy plus time equals comedy. What, when's this documentary coming out? Um, what's the name of the company? I don't know. I don't remember. But it's just look up Donnie Stoppa, D-O-N-N-I-E-S-T-O-P-A. Uh, he is and you're a talking uh, head in this. I'm a talking head in it. Yes. Okay. I'm a talking head and boobs. Actually. That's the best That's kind of head shot. I put, like, like from you is the talking kind. That's the only kind you'll ever get from me. <laughs> it's the only kind I want. Okay. Well, then we're, we're in agreement here. Excellent. So Donnie, the entertainer and the name of the series is called, uh, the last laugh. Oh, thank you. Okay. Is it yeah. a series? I thought it was a movie. Well, you know, and the, the, the right wings huh. really just, they love to talk about that cancel culture as though they're not the ones doing the canceling well, that's, of other people, you know? This is why cancel culture is a myth. Yeah. I mean, there are certainly people who f screw up and lose their jobs. Like, uh, Oh, you know, my, just to clarify, the name of the series, documentary series is called Cancel Culture. Very easy to remember. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well then, that, oddly, that's yeah. why I couldn't remember it. It was too simple. And you can follow him on uh, D-O-N-N-I-E Stopa, like stop, yeah. A. Yeah, but it's pronounced Stopa. Stopa on Twitter, and oh, you can God. find out more about it. Donnie and you can see Amanda uh, talking boobs? Heads? Talking heads. Talking heads, yeah. Heads. And it was funny, because there was, uh, I don't know if this made it into the documentary, but when we did the interviews, they uh, sat me with another woman comic who was also being interviewed that day, and... Uh, without discussing any of it, he asked us questions together and we had exactly the same answers because as women doing comedy, we had exactly the same experience, mm. um, you know, with regard to how people, you know, like, oh, you can't talk about that. That's too dirty. You're a woman. You can't say that. You know, we, we get a whole different level of. Well, one, one show that I'm really enjoying uh, is She-Hulk on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I'm not paying Marvel. for Disney+. Plus. It's Marvel. I, it's you all can, Marvel. You can, we'll give you uh, access to our account I don't, if you want to The only it. thing I want to see yeah. on, on that is, uh, I, here's the thing. I'm in the union, so I get screeners. Anything I really want to see, I'll just watch it when I get the DVD. All right. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, it's it. like, uh, you know, she's able to control being a Hulk because she's a woman and women are always dealing with anger issues and stuff. And that's being baloney because um, uh, the other Hulk uh, already developed that ability. 
But well, yeah. she had it instantaneously. Oh, she had it on. She didn't, have to, deal with she didn't it. have to. She didn't have to like work on it because she's just like, listen, I've been trying to like you know deal in this this world that's uh, against me from the beginning. So sexism and yeah. stuff, you know. Whereas like, uh, so Bruce Banner's male privilege was. Well, the reason he was able to, why he was struggling being the Hulk. Do you, did you know why they changed <laughs> Bruce Banner in the series to David Banner? Because they copyright? No, because Bruce, it was a, is a feminine. Is a, it's a, it was a gay name. That's a, that is a name for Brucey. Yeah, Bruce was considered like that was the traditional yeah. name. For, you know, it's like in a the eighties. That was a, yeah, it's like was a con- Karen for gay men. Yes. you know, it's like oh, look at this Bruce. Like that. I don't, so wait, is they it, so he's in the movies, he's not Bruce Banner? No, he is in the movies. Back, but they, they in the 70s, back, yeah. in the TV show, it was David Banner because oh, really? Bruce was too... too um, gay. Too gay. Yeah. yeah. They, and the weirdest thing about that is that the Incredible Hulk visited the set, or Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood yeah. visited the set of uh, the, Incredible the Incredible Hulk, Hulk, and Mr. Rogers is in the in the trailer with Lou Ferrigno, the bodybuilder, and he's like... Well, you sure lift a lot of weights. You have big muscles. And, <laughs> and then I watched him uh, paint him green. And then Mr. McFeely was there and he videotaped the whole thing, like his whole uh, like, um, transformation. <laughs> why you gotta make that dirty? I I'm know, not making right? nothing dirty. Why you gotta why you the way like describing that? it? And he had like his little Super 8 <laughs> camera with him. It's, it's, it's a little creepy. It's, cre- it's, it's not, crossing the line. It's no, but Bill Bixby was so sweet with Mr. Rogers. Jeez. They were just like, yeah. you know, talking about their children and how their children express anger and stuff it was really it was very charming and then I started watching uh, going deep diving again into original television shows and the the original Incredible Hulk is really great actually but oh, it's, yeah we watched it the plot week. is the same you oh, know yeah. he's he's basically like and that was popular like um the Littlest Hobo. Touched by an Angel. Touched by an Angel. Um, there was another Quantum show. Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap um, Highway to Heaven. Star Trek. Uh, where where it's a it's a vagabond of somebody yeah. who's lost. Oh, I see. What you're well, and they find lost, yeah. they find themselves in a new town. Yep. And they put everybody together, and then they leave, and then go to the next town. I believe the original of that was uh, the Fugitive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think the Fugitive was the first version of that. Too. You taught me how to love. Thank you so much. Well, I have to go now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have yeah. you been watching the new Star Trek series? Again, I, I don't. I don't. Which one? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, oh, my God. Have we talked since the Orville started? Yeah, yeah. No. I hate the Orville with the passion of a thousand suns as well. Yeah, even how they rebooted it. It could be better. I heard, yeah, you know, it's not that it could be better. It could definitely be better if somebody else was in charge. But it's got one guy who writes it, it, produces it, directs it, stars in it. Then nobody will tell him anything is wrong. When that show first went on, I watched the first season, every episode, I hate watched it because I know how the show happened. Uh, he said he wanted a Star Trek and they said, no, you're on a different network. We're not going to do that. And he went, okay, you can't have any more, you know, family guy until Seth MacFarlane is like, you can't yeah. have any more family guy unless you give me a Star Trek. And they said, well, you can produce something like it. So he came up with the Orville, which is the most weak derivative science fiction on the planet. Every single yeah. episode, like five minutes in, I would know exactly what was going to happen. Oh, it's a human zoo. Oh, he's on trial for all human crimes. You know, oh, the pet is the animal. You know, okay. I do like yeah. that Rob single- Lowe became an alien who was sexually irresistible and even the straight guys wanted to have sex with him. Whatever. You know. <laughs> Whatever. So, that was an interesting episode. The, here's my yeah. main problem. He sold it as a parody of science fiction. Yeah. 
of Star Trek. But it's a little too it's, earnest. But it's too earnest. Well, there's not not enough jokes in it. Yeah. And the jokes that are in there are generally misogynist. And they don't really land. And They're, it's and stupid. It's, it was never and, funny. Yeah. It was, and like one of the jokes, and I'm doing quotey fingers for those of you mm-hmm. in the radio. Uh, one of the jokes was that uh, there's this uh, this asexual alien who finds out he's going to have a an egg. He's going to lay an egg. He's got to sit on an egg for a month, right? Mm-hmm. And he, you know, gets to vacate his post for a month to take care of this egg. And one of the guys in the crew, like, makes this snarky response, like, gee, I wish I could sit on an egg and do nothing for a month and get paid or like that. Basically giving right his propaganda. Well, his propaganda about uh, pregnancy leave, you know, family leave, basically saying, yeah, family leave is l- illegitimate, you know? That's, Networks love that stuff. That is not funny. And that was like the best they could do. Oh, and they, they wanted, somebody said, well, make sure you have strong characters. So one of the, one of the characters was this little girl named Alara who was strong because she came from a planet with high gravity, yeah. which by the way, that's not how that works. No, but, no. But, you know, oh, she's a strong woman. Get it? Because as a character, she wasn't. She was just like a little teenager, and she would talk to the other teenage girls in the cast. And it was all just... So the point of it, it was supposed to be comedy. It never was. So now there's a quote-unquote reboot where now it's serious. It's like, oh, now you're just admitting you were never a comedy. So I can't believe that show is still made and that it has a fan base and it... I got I watched the last season. But you know, I, am I don't so want to get sorry. you even more upset, but uh, uh, Strange so New Worlds is has some characters and ideas like the head of security that basically borrows that from Orville. And I'm just oh, like, oh no, man, no. it's it's all incestuous and cannibalizing oh, and know. feeding on themselves. You have to have powers to make it interesting. Yes. Oh, God. Kill me. Right? I guess. I don't, you know, and this is the thing that I have with all these Star Trek reboots. It's like, don't forget who you are. (laughs) TOS or die. Yeah. That's my feeling. That's right. Well, next generation. TNG was great. You didn't like Voyager with a seven of nine? You didn't like uh, Deep Space Nine? I I never watched Deep Space Nine. Oh, watch it. Well, the, see, these, these shows holds up. came out, up well. like, around yeah. that time is when I started working full-time yes. and didn't have time to watch a lot of TV. I, Unlike missed, a, now. I missed a lot of DS9 when it came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I missed a lot of show, shows when... Uh, but I got to tell yeah. you, watching it in, in retrospect, it, it holds up really, really well. DS9? DS9, oh yeah. I, I got a Because it was who, more serialized, like, you know, than the, than the other things. They had, like, these long arcs that ran yeah. for years, you know, which uh, was uh, compelling to me. I have a friend uh, in L.A. His name is Joshua Snyder. He's a comedian. He's really funny. He has a lot of jokes about Deep Space Nine. And he's actually <laughs> planning to record an entire hour of nothing but Deep Space Nine jokes. And I am here for it. I can't, that sounds great. I can't wait. He, he produces a show every month uh, called uh, the Sci-Fi Funnies, where it's all comedians talking about science fiction. And I have a whole bit oh, about great. Star Trek. And Are you on it? Yeah, it's it's oh great. It's it's yeah. not a TV. It's a live show. It's just a. I mean, show, it's if anybody show. would be well suited for that, it would be you. I've actually yeah. he's actually had me host a bunch of them. Yeah, so. that sounds that sounds accurate. Because uh, I I can wise. I can rant about you, science fiction. Are you still watching Doctor Who? Because you were a, a big Doctor Who fan with the Tom Baker era. Well, and you'd go to the Doctor Who conventions. It kept switching. Do you still have the scarf? 
I still have the scarf. In fact, I still have a TARDIS in my basement here in Chicago. A full-size TARDIS. Uh, well, the front of one. I have the door of a TARDIS. Like a, I gave you a little TARDIS, too, didn't I? Yes. Everyone gives me TARDISes. You definitely okay. gave me a little TARDIS. Yeah. I love my TARDISes. Yeah. I love my, yeah. all my collection of little ones because I can't have my big one. Oh. Um, if I were to ever get a bigger place in L.A., I would, I would drive here... Or I, I would fly here, get a truck, and drive my TARDIS to my new house if I had <laughs> if I had room for it. It's one of my most favorite things I ever built was that thing. Well, that and my friendship with you. Oh, I'm proud oh. of that. Uh, Amanda Cohen it took a lot got, less cutting. She's got the juice. I can't imagine a more beautiful thing is going to be performing pretty much everywhere you live, uh, listeners. I ha Well, I hope. I wish. And you know. Uh, hey, if you want me to come perform in your hometown, petition your leaders immediately. Yes. Call uh, the yes. presidents. Find your local. Joe Biden. Find your local club. We need club. Amanda Cohen. Uh, <laughs> find your local club and tell them you want Amanda to be there. And um, that probably won't work, but it's worth a shot. So uh, the 25th of September... Lincoln Lodge here in Chicago. That was yesterday, dude. Oh, shit. What day is it? <laughs> Today's the 26th. 26th. Okay. So uh, enjoy Comedy Night in Chicago. Yep. Laugh Factory the 28th. Yep. Captain Jack's Hanson Bar in Beloit, Wisconsin. Yep. On the 29th. And finally, September 30th and October 1st, headlining the Laughing Tap in Milwaukee. I'm so excited. That Wisconsin. is that was the whole reason for this trip is I, I they booked me to do that. And I'm like, I totally want to do that, but I need to find some other stuff to do in Chicago. So I, everything, yeah. so I scraped up a bunch of other shows. And uh, this is the first time in, that I can remember that I've done, this is literally like two, 14, like 18 days yeah. in a row of shows every night. And you have a show, like you're taping a show this evening? Uh, not taping. Like, I mean, do, yeah, I'm, I'm literally doing shows every night and I've never done that. I've never had a, you know. How's it feel? It's the best. I freaking love it. I want. I wish I could make a living doing it, but no, most you know, very the, few people really make a living at comedy. The pay so. is kind of yeah. Well, not at, great. at this point, most of my my. I mean, I occasionally headline, but as a feature, your biggest career goal these days as a feature is to break even. If you break even on the road, you're doing great. You yeah. heard that, Matt Brown? Yeah, we usually have to. Oh, <laughs> hi, Matt. I love you. I miss you. He's our uh, adopted son. I know. I love him so much. He's yeah. in New York right now. Yeah. Good for him. He's going to the Met Opera. Oh, is he? Oh, he's not. He he's dressed up as a Billy Porter. No, I'm just. <laughs> I hope so. I <laughs> he would be I pissed off if I photos. That'd be beautiful. Um, but yeah, basically breaking even is because because like, okay. Back in the day, when I started doing comedy, back in the 19... Because you did it for a while, you gave up on it. And I didn't give up, I just... Put it on the back burner. I switched over to, to improv mm -hmm. for many years. But when I started, I was I was uh, an MC on the road, because that used to be a thing. Because not every club had its own MCs. So they would bring in the feature and the headliner and the MC. And I would get like 50 bucks in a hotel room. For one-nighters in the middle of, like, Altoona, Pennsylvania. That was one of my favorites. I did that a couple times. Um, but now your MCs are local. Your features um, sometimes aren't even given a room. And, you know, the headliners will still get paid in a room. But And sometimes the headliner brings the feature. And they might arrange for a room or they might, you know, split the whatever. But generally speaking, if you're on your own out there as a feature... You're paying for your own hotel rooms most of the time. So it is it is hard. Uh, trust me when I tell you that every feature comic you work needs your money. 
Just whatever so they're selling. So are you selling. sleeping in a car? Are you just flopping at friends' houses? What are you doing? Uh, well, thank God for day job work. Right. <laughs> just the day job is allowed. If me you ever to... need to sleep here, you're more than oh, welcome to. I appreciate that. Yeah, Jesse has room on his mat. Oh, goody! Over there. Me and Jesse will cuddle. <laughs> there is a bed here. Yes. You can sleep on it, and no, you're always I, welcome to use it. I do our home. appreciate that. I really do. Um, use so it. so far, so good. Has we even go to the same gym. gym. That's true. We go to all the same gyms. Yes, yes, I, yes, yes. My, I, uh, I'm not going to plug a gym. Right I'm now, surprised but. we did a whole podcast without talking about the Queen of England. Thank oh, God. I'm sick know, of her. We'll do that another time. <laughs> I, uh, Everybody I, in the media is like, but let's talk about the tragedy of someone who lived to be 96. Yeah. Well, what a surprise. Her death was such well, a Well, I mean, it was a, a big change for well, a lot of people, right? For me, the biggest, you know, my biggest connection to the queen is Doctor Who, because they've depicted her a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they've also depicted future rulers. Like there's one future Queen Elizabeth. The future Queen. Well, not Queen Elizabeth. They had a future Queen. She's she's um, she's mixed race. I think her name was Elizabeth. Was it okay? Yeah. And, and 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 in this version, London is like a floating city, city. And on a, the back of a on space the back whale. of a space whale. And she's like, I'm the bloody Queen. And it's like it was unthinkable at the moment. But mm. um, now maybe we might actually get some new blood in there. That would be great. Here's the thing, monarchy is outdated. The idea that blood confers power, no, that shouldn't be. Uh, it's it's racist, it's fascist. It's racist, it's fascist. It might and be their tradition, but... Yeah, you know. and, and the same is true with the Hollywood dynasties. You know, it's like, oh, you're related, you know, your dad is so-and-so, that means mm-hmm. we'll book you more. But that's more of a, like, you have connections. But thing. does the, the, the Queen of England at this point have any, like, political power? Not anymore, she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that somebody somebody yeah. funnier than me posted like I can't believe that the new queen is a man. <laughs> That's so woke. That's pretty. Good. I wish I, I wish I could that remember this. Yeah. That's a great freaking joke. My mother was living in the UK at the time when she, during the coronation, so she had some like coronation memorabilia. Oh. She, my mother was teaching uh, in Wales, and she was invited to have uh, tea with the queen mother. So she actually <gasps> met the queen mother. She met the queen mom. And she, my mom, held on to that invitation, oh, the yeah. hat that she wore. <gasps> the queen, uh, she complimented wow. her on the hat. A lot of cabbage roses. Oh my and, god. And uh, my sister still has the dress she wore. I could fit into that dress until I was about a sophomore or junior in high school. Uh, <laughs> how often did you put on your mother's dress? Oh, just every now and then. Oh, it, it looked cute. I bet it looked, I want that photo. I don't think I have it. There's no photo. the age of digital cameras That's back then or something shame. like that. But, I mean, uh, you, you and I have I gone the through so when he came over. many eons together, that, Amanda, that we we predate digital photography. We do. Yeah, we do. and it's like, now it's like every, you fart that someone takes a picture yeah. of that. But <laughs> it would always come in reference in our house because my mother, to yeah. get us to clean the house, would always just like, pretend the Queen of England's coming over so we clean, you know. And then every time we would have hot cocoa, because my mother was there in the 50s, so they still yeah. had rationing and tickets oh, and stuff like God, that. Yeah. So she goes into a, a place and um, she orders a coffee. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, we don't have coffee here. She's like, okay. I'll have a cocoa. And the guy goes, cocoa, cocoa. Not even the Bloomin' Queen gets cocoa because you couldn't get that either. So oh, right. we always would say that in our terrible Cockney accent. Cocoa. Cocoa. Not even the Bloody Queen gets that I'm doing. Bloomin'. Bloomin'. Not even like, the Bloomin' Queen gets cocoa. Yeah. That, was, so that was my impression of a bad accent. We are kicking well. off our fall season with Amanda Cohen. And uh, <laughs> I know you want to say Cone so bad. Cohen. Cohen. Cone is real. Cohen. <laughs> and we, uh, this year, we finally, we have been working on this podcast for a long time. <laughs> 
it's whatever happened to not the Fay Ray, but to the uh, the Transylvanians, the unconventional conventionalists from the Rocky Horror Picture Show after the movie was made. A friend of mine is yeah. working on a biopic of Meatloaf. Oh, I'm, wonderful. I'm helping him write it. What kind of recipe are they going to put in? Okay, I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> Marvin Lee a day, if that helps. Okay. You know okay. one song that he was offered and he it declined? is Total Eclipse of the Heart. Well, that, really? that yes. was another Jim Steinman song. They were I could, pushing I hear that him for him, that. and he said no, and then Bonnie Tyler got it. And Jim you know. Steinman wrote a yes. lot of stuff that Meatloaf, a few things that Meatloaf didn't want to do. But uh, in my opinion, Jim Steinman was the power behind Meatloaf. Yeah, yeah, I am, yeah. I am, and they, at one point they had a falling out, and then they kind of you know reunited, and that to me is going to be the focus of the biopic because uh, there is, there's no. There's no meatloaf without Jim Steinman, and there's no Jim Steinman without without meatloaf. And his first big appearance was in Rocky Horror, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're gonna kind of focus on that. So I don't know about the other Transylvanians, but that well, one, the, you know the all, the the, the unconventional conventionalists from the Rocky Horror Picture Show, the actual people, the, in the, the actors in the hat. movie, yeah, um, were half of them were like you know beatniks and actors and weirdos from the scene at the time. Yeah. A lot of them were uh, co-stars from um, Godspell or Jesus Christ Superstar. Well, it was it was a musical, so yeah, they were the musical British theater scene, yeah. and uh, some of them actually got hired to be uh, stand-ins or actors in future Star Wars movies. Well, that's because England only has a... Like 10 actors. England has 10 actors, and they're all in everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like, we have six degrees of Kevin Bacon. In in Britain, it's like two, two degrees. Everybody has been on everything. Like... Every British actor has been on Doctor Who. Well, that Pretty tall one. All of them. Yeah, the tall, skinny one with the long hair. He was a stand-in for Darth Vader and Chewbacca in all the Star Wars, in the of, first three Star Wars of movies. Of course he was. You know? And and for a while... Um, I, love, not, I just love that there's a yeah. connection between Star Wars and Rocky Horror. That makes me very happy. Well, and, and, and in fact, um, the, the reason Star Wars was made, it was because of the... Uh, believe it or not, I guess I, the commercial success of Rocky Horror, everybody thinks it was a flop, but actually Rocky Horror had a, qu- a quick second wind as a midnight feature. It, yeah. And 20th it, it Century became, Fox. It was one of the first, you know, n- neo-cult movies. Yes. And 20th yeah. Century Fox uh, approached Star Wars in the same method. So it, had it had Rocky Horror Picture Show not been made, uh, they would have just said flat no to George Lucas and Star Wars. Well, I thought George Lucas made Star Wars because he wanted to make a Flash Gordon and they wouldn't, he couldn't license it. So he but wrote at the own. time, uh, Hollywood didn't want to do sci-fi. They thought sci-fi was cheap. They yeah. thought no one wanted to see sci-fi. Chi- you know, Chinatown, like murder, detective, mystery Ugh, kind of stuff. I hate that was, so much. Give those me were the popular films of give the time. Give me science fiction or give me death. Have you seen any science fiction lately that you like? This Pinocchio. Is me, this is me looking into the sky. Well, you know what? I I loved. Yeah. Uh, this is the end. Uh, the 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 it was about. Look, the, don't look up. Was it? Don't look up. Yes. Okay. With, with, oh, this is the end of the. Yeah. Don't look up. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. It was extremely political, and I thought it was a bit over the top sometimes. Yeah. But I agreed with it, and it was really funny. Yeah. Um, I had to see Moonfall. Because, I just watched it. Because, oh my God. okay, I know, I know. Because you're in love with Dyson Spheres. What? No. What's I, a Dyson Sphere for a di- people that A know? Dyson Sphere is uh, like a planet, but everyone lives on the inside. 
Uh, yeah. Well, it's a it's a the idea of of harnessing a star's energy inside, by putting yeah, by a put, shell around yeah. it that can trap. Yeah, it. so everyone lives on the so inside. So it's like a like yeah. solar panel surrounding the sun, and and it's basically a giant battery. Well, yes, but also you a fuel live, source. You live on the inside of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Dyson yeah. spheres are generally inhabited. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's a sci-fi thing. It's not that related is, to the Dyson. Uh, Nothing vacuum to do with Dyson vacuums. Yeah. Okay. But so no. the idea Which is that great, that scientists the at the time period when the the term was coined, they were looking astronomically for Dyson spheres. So yeah. things that had a gravitational force, yeah. but did not emit any light. I don't or, believe there are any natural Dyson spheres. And I don't think any artificial yeah. ones have been built. I think they're purely yeah, theoretical. It's a theory. Um, but I love Roland Emmerich. I will watch anything. Did you watch Stonewall? I watched Stonewall. I watched. I'm so sorry. I know. I know. But <laughs> I will take bad Roland Emmerich over good anything. Okay. Okay. So yes, uh, Moonfall was hot garbage. Oh yeah. I'm very aware of that. Yes. But I, I don't like the end though. But I don't watch his shows or his movies uh, for enlightenment. I watch them because blowy uppy alienies, you know, or destroy the earth. You know, mm-hmm. I love them. You want oh, catastrophe. I want to see. Well, that's why you like this podcast. Uh, exactly. I, I want to see a submarine on Fifth Avenue. That's cool. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. I want to see you the You want to see Donald Trump shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue with the submarine. Oh, my God. Don't even. Oh, my God. Why do you have talk? to go there? Why do we have to talk about Donald Trump? But speaking of disasters, yeah. Moonfall was. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's uh, on HBO Max now. It's, it's That's where crap. I saw it. Oh, it's the hot garbage. But God damn, I loved it so much. Uh, and uh, what else have I? I. Uh, oh, there's a there's a couple series that I uh, got way into. Um, there is one called uh, it's called The Expanse. I love The, I Expanse. Love the Expanse. That is a great show because that's hard science fiction. Mm-hmm. It's really about like the science fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, that series is over now. I believe. Sex, right? oh, love, and it, robots. Did they? I, <laughs> I love think, Sex, Love, and Robots. Mm-hmm. Fantastic I, series. Oh yeah. my! If you haven't God. watched it, I. I, it's a sort of the um, the cultural progenitor of heavy metal. Yes, the, yeah, uh, the film science fiction pseudo pornographic film from the nineteen early eighties that our parents did not let us see. That's uh, softcore at best. But there's boobies and sex. A lot of boobies. And uh, Eugene Levy and John Candy do the voices for it. Well, in one part. (laughs) I mean, it's it's sort of an anthology. Yeah, yeah. Um, But Love, Sex, Love, Death, and Robots is is strictly anthology, and it's all different animators doing different you know episodes, and they're all different concepts. You know, they all and really uh, probably some of the best animation. Amazing animation. You know, usually pretty damn impressive ideas. there's there's a sort of a science fiction channel uh, on the Roku, and I'm old enough to call it the Roku, uh, called Dust. Have you seen Dust? Mm-mm. Dust is all science fiction. So they have a lot of, you know, you know, they have some older series, you know, like um, Farpoint. I, no, there's a, some weird, weird old series. And a lot of new shorts, all science fiction shorts. And most of them aren't complete stories. They were like somebody's proof of concept, you know, or somebody's college film project. Um, But a lot of them are really good science fiction. So, uh, and that channel is all science fiction. It's great. 
Mm, Check it out. Wonderful, wonderful. Yes. Shout out to Molly Kearney, uh, Saturday Night Live's first non-binary cast member, also a friend of yours. Uh, or acquaintance, uh, we'll an associate. The, we'll go with acquaintance. I, I just saw them a couple of, like a She's month ago. She's a non-binary ago. lady, right? They're a non, non-binary <laughs> person. Canceled. Uh, I saw Molly, yeah. uh, the first time I saw them was a, like yeah. a, a sort of a feminist bookstore in, um, uh, what do they call Hipsterville here? Um, Wicker Park. Wicker Park. That's a non-binaryist. <laughs> not, not fem- no longer feminist. It's non-binaryist. In, okay, very, very, whatever. In right. any case, it was a bookstore, yeah. which by definition is non-binary, it seems. Anyway, they were doing an open mic there. They have lots and of binders. They crushed it so hard. And everybody just, just like, it seemed to me, it was the first time I saw them. So it seemed to me like out of nowhere, uh, they were incredibly just lovable and funny and just telling stories, just saying anything. Everyone was hanging on, on the their page, every yeah. word. It was it was magical. Um, That's such a great thing that happens. Yeah, when, so yeah, to yeah, witness. So I guess a couple of years ago they moved yeah. to L.A. and um, you know I saw them do a couple of things here and there. And I and when I saw the article about them going on. SNL, that's where I learned that they were on a league of their own. I didn't even know. Mm. And yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not a good friend. I don't keep up, but, uh, it's I was, hard. So many people are doing so many things these days. It's really yeah, hard to keep it, it track is. of everything. And you're, uh, uh, taping a game show. I'm, I'm not allowed to talk about it, but yes, I am. Is it, is it one of those, uh, shows where like you have to answer questions or you have to do something physical? It's a show where you can win like, things. Uh, it's not Ninja Warrior. <laughs> it's not Ninja Warrior. Have you seen these arms? Blah, 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 blah. No. I would like saying. to see Ninja Warrior be like, that ah, would, fuck. That would be Amanda Swimming is what that show would be. Amanda Falls lasted on, three seconds. I wouldn't last three seconds on that show. It would be like one step, boing. What would be like it. the game show, if you could get on any game show in history? In and, history? Uh, and television. Oh, yeah. well, you bet your life. I want to meet Groucho. Yeah, oh. that's not even. A but question. I mean, in terms of like the the challenge, would I, I would see? I think you would do really well in like match game. Well, I've, password I've, jeopardy. Yeah. I've played some of those because yeah. I used to do uh, Fran Drescher Pyramid. at some of these game. You know the games. Yeah, that's, that's right. You used yeah. to do that in the gay so, bars. Yeah, in Chicago. we did. We did. Um, we did yeah. match game, and we did um, uh, password before uh, Drag Race. By the way, way before Drag Race actually stole that. Another idea they stole from gay culture was uh, having. Drag queens and comedians in costumes pretending to be celebrities yeah. and recreating the match game yeah. in um, bars. Yeah. Steve Milford should make all the money from that. That's yeah. baloney yeah, yeah. because we were doing that a yeah. long time ago. Back when Fran Drescher was still, you know. Was famous. Well, she's the president of the union now, so she's still oh, famous. Really? Yeah. Uh, the Act Screen Actors Guild? Or? She's pres- president of SAG-AFTRA. And it's so funny okay. because, like, I, I'm, you know, I'm still a member and... I randomly got a phone call. It's like her, you know, reminding people to vote or whatever. And it was so weird. I pick up my phone and it's, hi, this is Fran Drescher. And it was a recording. And I went, what? But then Did I, you imitate her voice back to her? No, it wasn't. It was a recording. I thought it, but I, for a second, I'm like, why is she calling me? Oh my God, she Jeez. found out. <laughs> cease and desist. No, this is a cease and desist call. <laughs> no. It, <laughs> I heard it, your voice. My point is that we Boys. did, we did, I did all those game shows and I loved match game. Um, and I, I think that my favorite one to play was password. Yeah. The password um, is. The password is. Uh, we couldn't do that. Though. We had to just show, we had to just make sure we didn't look at the screen, you know. Um, 
There's because there's apps now that you can do all that stuff. I know it's oh, wow. so weird. But I wish we had one other person we could play Password here. No, the the, the whole point of those yeah. games was just that we were fun to dress up in the costumes and pretend to be those celebrities. I love doing that. It was you know. Um, now you have to yeah, be the celebrity. That. Yeah, I have to be a real celebrity. Oh my god! You're like, oh, it's not as much fun. It's harder. It's harder work to it's actually be. It's more work be to be LA. your own unique character and creation and and you know keep people's attention yeah on who you has that kind of time it's like it's so much easier just to pretend to be somebody else oh and then, so and then just yeah. take it off and go home at the end of the night and you're like yeah. i'm not really fran drescher yeah leave me alone kid well that happened to this drag queen went to to a lady gaga concert oh i heard about this freaking <laughs> awesome <laughs> and oh. she was just walking down the hallway <laughs> and everybody's <laughs> like oh my god it's lady gaga and then the yeah. security guards are reacting yeah and they're like keep away from lady gaga and she's like I'm a drag queen. She's saying yeah. it in the video. Yeah. And that nobody, nobody like Lady yeah. Gaga would say. That's exactly, that's exactly what Lady exactly Gaga what Lady would Gaga. say. Yeah. The, uh, and she didn't really look like Lady Gaga. She just looked weird. I mean, I think this is why Watch Disney, kind of, if like, if you're over the age of five, you're not yeah. allowed to go to Disney in a costume. Why? Because they don't want anyone to think that you're with the park if right. you do inappropriate things. You can't wear a mask. You can't wear a costume. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Yes, it, you know. So little, little I never girls thought about it that can way. dress up as princesses and you know whatever. But yeah, adults can't do that. You know, I know people who've been kicked out for dressing like Tinkerbell or whatever. But um, or or that's sexually I, assaulting the mascots or whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Furries can do their thing. <laughs> um, I feel like, though, that yeah. going to somebody's concert dressed very much like that person, that's, that's, yeah, you're kind of on you're thin ice. That's not a safe thing to do, you know? It's I mean, like, you go to a Dolly Parton concert, there are at least 15 Dolly Parton identical, identical looking that people like in the audience. That doesn't seem right, though. Well, it, it is kind of like, you know, when the the Star Wars prequels, like Queen Amidala, they, she had like five But that's different. Those, are, those are fictional characters. <laughs> We're talking, <laughs> you know, he, real actual people. But the practical decoys. The decoys. Like Fausto is my decoy. Yeah, like one time we were in a bar and there was a famous drag queen who was really angry at me. Uh-huh. But she Which one? <laughs> I'll, tell you. I'll tell you the story later, but so uh, many. And, and listeners, if you want to know, you, you just give us a call or whatever. But uh so she's standing there, she's she's wearing probably a how expensive was her dress? I don't know, but it was a, it was she looked good. She looked she was wearing like, you know, a, a Coco Chanel dress yeah, with lots Vera of jewels Wang, on. Okay. Vera Wang, like just a ten thousand, yeah. twenty thousand dollar dress in a dive bar in uh Pittsburgh. And she's holding a beer bottle ready to smash it on my head. But she was so high and drunk, she didn't. She thought she was seeing double. And she's looking at Mark and I, and she's like, yeah. you, uh, she couldn't figure out yeah. who, was who was who. Who was real and who was And real. so she just kept talking to both of us because in her mind. She thought that she was seeing double. Yes. Well, she, I probably saw double. She probably saw four of us. Well, she, that's you know, even more confusing. Because <laughs> she, was, she was pretty wasted. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, you know, and, and we're like, that was the last time we ever talked to her. Uh, Feast of Fun is made possible. Her loss. <laughs> Man's rejection is God's protection, honey. Uh, Feast of Fun is made possible because of fierce, fabulous people just like you. Follow Amanda Cohen on social media, C O H E N. Amanda Cohen 27. 27? Yes. There's 26 of you? No, uh, there's uh, that's Weird Al's number. Oh, that's December so nice. December 27? 
Well, it it started he's your, out. He's it, like a brother to you, you know. I wish. No, he. I'm I'm a fan. He's a fan. So he has a really clear boundaries between you and well, him. I I mean, I haven't asked him about our boundaries. We haven't defined it, but yeah, I mean, he's like, please I don't, don't make eye contact. I don't see him often enough to you know make that call. But when you talk yeah. to me, it's Mister Yankovic. It's never. It's not. It's never yeah. Yankovic. Do you call him Al or do you call him weird? I call him Al for the same reason that Snuffleupagus calls Big Bird Bird. Bird. I don't bird. need. Yeah, it's he's. Rest in peace. Uh, they retired Snuffleupagus. They did. You know why? Well, that was a long time ago. They had to. Sesame Street. Well, they had to. Re- they had to retire him because oh the, of God. the whole thing that nobody would. You know, only Big Bird could see him. No, that that's they fixed that long. Oh, time they did. Ago. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. There was an ep- a special episode where. Mr. Snuffleupagus. Fuck that name. <laughs> God damn that name. Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus is meets the the cast of Sesame Street, and okay. he he okay. goes out. You know, yes, they they admitted that they, they had made a mistake with yeah. that. Okay, good. But that was like back when the days of Mr. Hooper. You know, okay, like, leave me alone. I'm old. But Are you age shaming me since uh, Sesame Street got sold to HBO. Oh God. They've since then uh, retired a lot of the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, they retired the entire cast without even a, a farewell or a, 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 an acknowledgement kids, of their kids contributions. Don't notice that. You know, it would be nice to have a special because these people, like, I mean, uh, you know, Bob and Maria and and Gordon, these people like are part of so many Americans' childhoods. You yeah. know. And so not acknowledging these legendary actors' contributions is is wrong. I think. But then uh, they HBO, they, they put want? everything on green screen. They now have Muppets that are uh, human skin colored. Yep. And they don't, they're just indistinguishable from like those Christian puppets that you yeah. see in churches, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, the whole thing about the Muppets of the Sesame Street is that there were otherworldly characters, yeah. you know? They're, yeah. They, that they, you know, the they had green and pink and purple skin yep. colors and not... You know, basically, we're like humanoid, uncanny valley versions of humans. Yeah. Well, Guy Smiley was. Yeah. Although he was. He was Jewish. Guy did Smiley you know was Jewish. Yes. When did? Wait a minute. He was a Muppet. How did he have a religion? Guy Smiley. Oh, shut real name up. is. Wait a minute. He's he's a puppet. He doesn't have a real name. Yeah, he was America's favorite game show host. Yeah. And he changed his name. Is this canon? Yes. According to Bernie Linder Krantz is his real name. When did that happen? Long time ago, but it was, uh, yeah, he was on uh, on the show and they just uh, quietly said that his real name is Bernie Linder Krantz. Yeah. He's Jewish. Does that mean he's Jewish? Yeah, did they say he was Jewish, or are you just inferring that? Because he could have been German. Is he circumcised? Because even if he's circumcised, they still don't know. Yeah, you don't know that. Yeah, but but a guy smiley. I want to see the felt. Show me the, the snipping <laughs> of felt. And so, the, you know, the thing about it is, it's like, and, and I don't know why on social media this week, but everybody's like posting pictures of, of uh, Kermit the Frog touching a photo of Jim Henson, like sad, you know, and they're oh, like, an anniversary and they're like, Disney killed the Muppets. Well, yeah, and I'm like, well, all good things come to an end, but doesn't mean that those movies and those characters don't live in your heart and mind. And, you know, uh, they're still there and maybe somebody in the future will do something good with them. Unlike Pinocchio <laughs> with Tom Hanks doing a You're bad really Italian. hung up on that. It's you? terrible. <laughs> and you know, and I watched the original Pinocchio and it was so cute. It was so uh, sweet and, and interesting, you know. And it was a real, like a morality tale, you know, it's like it, Pinocchio makes bad decisions. Yeah. 
In the new one, he's just a victim. Oh, that's oh, you know, a young, things happen to him. A young boy victim. I don't like where that's going. Yeah, right. And and, yeah. and to me, I'm just like, God, Disney, you know, this is your signature song. This is your, you know. Oh, nat- that's right. When you wish up. That is from. I completely forgot where that was even from. Wow. Yeah. And, and the Jiminy Cricket looks weird. And it's like and, and I guess like all these CGI from She-Hulk to Disney. <laughs> They're just like cutting corners and all the CGI looks worse now than it did 20 years ago. I don't know why, but probably because they're not paying anybody. Because money. Yeah. I mean, it's always about money. But you're like the business is like when they have to pay more in um, production costs, they're like, well, that's the cost of doing business. Uh, more in rent. They're like cost of doing business. And then their employees are like, uh, you know, it's more expensive to live. And they're like, too bad. Shut up, you little asshole. Go back to work. Yeah. And, and I think that's wrong. And oh, a lot of these companies yeah. can afford, they're making record profits these days. Oh yeah. No, I, I, uh, I, I know I have a lot of friends in the service industry and in the Uber industry and so on. And what they are paid is a freaking crime. Yeah. Um, and, uh, this is why I've been a freelancer for 20 something years. I, I never saw the point of giving your whole life to a freaking company and giving all of your time. Can I get an amen up amen. in here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, my, my employer would be like, would you like to be full-time? And I'm like, oh, no. Same. Nope. Yeah. Well, every, well the like, whole thing is like, oh, we're going to, you know, we might uh, have to have you a weekend. You're going to, you know, you might have to work extra hours. And it's like, no, I, I want a very, you know, everyone talks about that work-life balance. Uh, yeah, here's, here's my balance. You pay me when I'm at work, and then you don't pay me when I'm not at work. And that, I never understood how anyone could just be like, yeah, I just, I'll do whatever the company wants me to do. Can I get an amen up in here? Uh, Amanda, Amanda, it's so good. Thank you so much for taking us to church or synagogue (laughs) (laughs) or uh, atheist uh, celebratory space. Flying spaghetti monster uh, temple. Satanic temple. Satanic temple. That's a a good one. Uh, You know, and just, it's really nice. Like this, this time of the year uh, is a time when we went to California for the first time together. Yeah. And we went to Disneyland together. Yeah. Met a lot of the listeners who are still listening all yeah. these, all these years, years later. Hi, guys. I love you. I missed you. And it's really uh, just a wonderful to see you and, and to share uh, experiences together through decades. Oh, my God. Yeah. So Decades. Decades. We have, we have history. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And her story. And, uh, you know. And their story. That, uh, history, the, they. the word history has nothing to do with his. histrionics. <sighs> his story, <laughs> their story. It's not really, I know. Okay. Yeah. Kidding. Well, Amanda, it's always wonderful to see you and um, thank you. you know, break a leg on all these stages as oh you're my God, thank giving you. out the comedy, but yucks. not literally. No, that so it's know, a metaphor. The expression "break a leg" has nothing to do with hurting yourself. It actually refers to uh, in vaudeville. You only got paid if you were seen on the stage. Even if it was just your leg breaking through the line of the sight line from the wings. Oh, really? So if you managed to break a leg, I had no idea. Origin of break a leg, yes. So break a leg onto the stage so you got paid. Exactly. Don't be throwing no shade. Get that coin, Mama. Mm -hmm. Yes, Mama. Mm -hmm. Come on, work it. Yeah. (laughs) If only comedy really paid, that'd be nice. I want to remind folks we can't do this podcast without your support. So if you're not a Plus member yet, sign up today at feastofun.com/slash/plus. Your contribution to this show is what makes this show happen. We're also on a Patreon, patreon.com/slash. Feast of fun. And uh, Amanda's OnlyFans of her eating 
uh, bread, bread is uh, soon to come. It's going to be Amanda Eats. No, no, it isn't. And uh, you can subscribe. It's going to be a dollar a month. No, no, it isn't. And every day, Amanda will eat a, your favorite, whatever bread you want her to eat. Challah, no. raisin. <laughs> not going to happen. Muffins. No. Pita bread. Absolutely tortillas. Not. You name it. No. Amanda's eating it. No, that's not happening. Bye, everybody. Goodbye.